1: Welcome everybody. I am honored to be here and spending this sacred time with you sharing messages that come through me from the divine. And today the message that I'm inspired to talk about is how to stand up, stand out and stand strong. And I actually have a challenge for you. So there's a challenge I'm I'm going to pose toward the the end and if you accept the challenge, you can let me know in some way, you can say yes to it at some point, you can reach out, and let me know that you're going to do it. But really what this is about is you taking a stand, you standing up inside yourself and saying yes. When I was younger, I, I remember when I was little, I would build these forts and especially at my grandparents cottage in the summer because that was the one time that I could really play and be a child. It was very it was very playful and very it was such a good environment for me cuz I kind of let go of all the responsibilities cuz I really felt responsible to try and help my mom as a single mom raising three kids. I always wanted to help her. I always wanted to be the good girl. I always wanted to help with the dishes and the cleaning and everything like that to try and help her in, in, in all the work that she had and taking care of us. So when we went to my grandparents for the summer up in Northern Ontario, we dated a lake and the cottage at the lake. And we just, I just had fun. And my grandma, half the time I would like, Oh, I wanted to help her with dishes or something. she's like, no, no, go play. And she would just kick me out and make me go play. And it was such a gift. It was such a gift. So I would build these forts and my brother and I, and we'd put these blankets and we'd put pillows and cushions and take everything we possibly can to create these forts using the furniture. And we'd crawl in and have, you know, have our little different things or snacks and our treats and our drinks and different things that we'd bring in our stuffed animals and things. We just had a really good time with them. For me, building a fort was exciting, it was adventurous, but it was also one place where I could just go and tuck in and hide. And I found myself as I was growing up that I would kind of tuck in and hide a lot. I hid a lot as a child. And I've talked about this in previous episodes where I just had so much going on inside this internal chaos as an intuitive healer, picking up on other people's emotions and other people's physical pain in my body. I could feel all their pain physically. I could feel all their emotions as if they were mine. It was very confusing. So I, I hid a lot and I kind of withdrew a lot. I was very shy. So hiding these sports were like really, really fun. And, and it was an easy place for me to go. When you look at your life and you reflect on what's happening for you at this point, Are you trying to hide? Are you trying to tuck yourself away in a fort and pretend that the world out there doesn't exist, especially with everything going on, especially with the big shifts and and everything getting uncovered and all the the darkness and the heaviness and and the turmoil and, and the violence even coming to the surface to be revealed? It's all coming into the light to be healed. But in the meantime, it looks really messy and it looks really hard to to watch and, and to witness. So how are you hiding? How are you tucking yourself away in your own little world? Are you playing small? Are you trying to fit inside the box? The box that the world has determined that you should fit in? Or... A box that your family or friends perhaps think you should fit in. I spent most of my life trying to fit inside a box and trying to be like everyone else. In fact, when I was younger, I wanted to be anyone but myself. I I hated myself. And, and hate is a strong word, but that, that's how I felt. I wanted to be anybody but me. I wanted others to like me I wanted to be accepted and for the most part I was because I was really adaptable and I was very kind and compassionate and loving and and I would contort myself and and squish myself into these different boxes just just so that I could fit in and maybe some of you that are listening can relate to that maybe that's something you did as a child or maybe that's still something you're doing and sometimes we'll do that in certain relationships, and sometimes we won't. Sometimes we actually feel free to be ourselves in certain relationships, but then in other environments or relationships, we actually contort and, and squish ourselves into these boxes or, or try and fit in. The, the truth is right now, with everything that's going on, the world doesn't need us to fit in. It needs each of us to stand out. We're not meant to be carbon copies. We're meant to be unique, beautiful expressions of ourself. So how do you play small? How do you hide... In which situations do you kind of go with the crowd or do you tend to want to go with the flow of what everyone else is doing and not rock the boat? I really want you to to dig deep here and be willing to, to be radically honest here with yourself. So first, radical honesty is with you. And then we can be radically honest with the world. But you need to be honest with yourself first. My challenge for you today is to empty the mind and be wide open to receive the message, to receive the insights that you need to And then be wildly open to explore what's true for you deep down inside. A willingness to look inward, a willingness to see what you need to see in order to heal, a willingness to clear what is no longer working. Your willingness to look within, your willingness to heal is going to be your greatest gift to everyone. There's confirmation in the background with the little chimes. Your willingness to heal is your greatest gift to everyone, everywhere. Our willingness to look inward and heal what is no longer serving, to let our leftovers rise up and let our emotions rise up for their expression, clearing all the density that we hold and aligning fully and wholly and completely with love. That's our true nature. We're programmed for fear. We're programmed and convinced to try and fit in, to go with the flow, to follow like sheep, to not rock the boat. To not challenge others' opinions and beliefs. To not hold our own opinions and beliefs. That doesn't work. And you can see by what's going on in the world, is not working. And the shift that's happening is, is a calling for all of us to stand up, stand out, and stand strong. To be able to stamp inside yourself and say, this is who I am. And some people may like it and some people won't. That's okay. That's, that part's none of your business, actually. Your business is to remove all your blocks, to process all your fear, And to find the way that you can authentically stand up inside yourself. And when you do that, you will have more confidence. You will feel more solid. And you'll be able to speak your truth unapologetically. Now, this doesn't happen overnight, it's a process. It's a process of unwinding your fears, clearing all of the programming, reprogramming, unlearning, unschooling, undoing everything, and realigning and remembering the truth of who we really are. The world needs you as much as it needs me. It needs each one of us to stand up. To stand out and stand strong, to be a full expression of the love that is within us in the way that it's meant to express through us. If we were all meant to be exactly like, we'd all come out as carbon copies, it'd be like a photocopier. But we're not, we're very unique. Sure, we have different things that are similar. But we have very unique qualities and personalities and different ways of speaking and articulating ourselves. Our voices sound different. Our skin is different. Our eyes, our hair, all our features are different. And they're that way for a reason. Now, I'm not saying all of this for, to make us all feel separate. But what I'm saying, because because in truth, we are all one. But what I'm saying is we're all a unique expression of that one source energy. We're a unique expression of the divine. And there are no mistakes. You're created. And came through as this beautiful being. And every aspect of your being is purposeful. Including your body, your hair, everything, all your features, your personality, your voice, everything. There's been times where I've heard a message said a few different times by a few different people. But it wasn't until one individual said it in a very specific tone that it resonated or landed. It's happened several times. I've heard this message over and over again, but then when someone says it in a certain way with a certain tone, it just lands differently. Whether that, whether they remind me of somebody or whether their voice is just more soothing or I can connect to it better. I, I now I can go on and make up a lot of different stories. And I know a lot of people have had this experience as well. The important piece to remember is that there's something about you. There's something about you that no one else can deliver. There's something about you that no one else's is, is like. There's something about you that will have an impact on someone where it wouldn't from somebody else. There's something about you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. There's something unique and special about you. So, my intention is to help you remove all obstacles and help you feel and know the truth of who you are at the core of your being. My intention is to clear all fear so that you can stand so solidly, so that you can stand up inside yourself and inspire others to do the same. I will stop at nothing. I'm willing to go the lengths that I have to to go in order for you to remember the truth of who you are. And for some of you listening, you're not far off from that. And others that are listening, it feels very far away. But I promise you there's a road, there's a path for you that will get you there. And when you arrive in that place of knowing you walk with an unshakable confidence and not a cocky confidence, just an unshakable confidence, a knowing that goes beyond all logic and reason. It's a knowing that goes beyond what anyone else can say. It's a solidness you can stand up inside yourself with. And you take each step with unwavering faith knowing that as you take the steps, there'll be something there for you to step and land on or your wings will expand and you'll fly. That's that deep trust, that deep trust in the universe and the divine to carry you through every moment. That's living life by divine. As I'm down here right now in Turks and Caicos, still here for a little bit, and I i literally just picked up the, the building plans for our beautiful healing sanctuary here that we're creating, and I still, I, I was driving home, and I was just like, I, I feel like you got to pinch me. <laughs> like, there's a part of me that's like, really? This is what's on my path? This is what's happening and then it's just a small part now. Most of me, most of my being is, is that, yes, this is it. This is what's on my path. And I say yes to it. And it's a beautiful surrender and and allowing, allowing the divine to work through me. And my prayer every morning is just use me, show me the way. and, the words I've been getting recently in my prayers is here is my everything. I offer you my everything, which means my voice, my body, everything, my my life, my everything. And and it's not a a sacrifice, it's not a giving away or giving up, it's a, a joining with the divine it's a collaboration it's a co-creation it feels like um, a oneness and the words that were coming in this morning and i've talked about it in my book as well is, is living oneness living and breathing oneness one with the divine and there's this beautiful orchestration that's happening right now there is synchronistic meetings and connections all happening all around this beautiful healing sanctuary we're creating. I I couldn't have even, I couldn't have orchestrated it. There's no way I could have orchestrated all that's happening right now. All the miracles that are coming in. And the reason that I'm able to receive all of these miracles and the reason I'm able to play the part that I'm playing right now and say yes to it, and keep saying yes to it, is because I've removed all the obstacles to love. I've removed and cleared and processed and continue to process any fears that rise up. So I'm still here in this world being human. So I still have my human tendencies I mostly live life by divine, but there's these moments where my humanness comes in. It's not about denying your humanness, it's about embracing your humanness and embodying your divinity. It's both. So when I have fear rise up, I process it. When I have guilt rise up, I process it. When I feel a trigger, I look at it. When I feel a discord, I don't care how small or big, or if I feel resistance, I look at it. And if I can't find it and get underneath it myself, I reach out for help. I'm not meant to do this alone. So as I challenge you to stand up, stand out, stand strong, I want to explore some of the fears that might come up around that. And the interesting thing is, my my book, I'm, I'm writing a new book, but my book that I recently published in the last year is Stand Up, Stand Out, Stand Strong, a 30-day guide to navigate life when the shift hits the fan. And it's a 30-day journey and each chapter talks about a different topic and kind of brings you on this journey. And the journey goes from judgment and fear and programming into love and connection and oneness. And I'm reading it again. Part of my challenge is for you guys to participate in this 30-day challenge in January. And I'm reading it again. And each chapter I read, there's another little piece for me, or a gentle reminder, or a remembering. It's confirmation. The Journey from Judgment for me, has been an incredible journey. When I look back at my experiences as a child, my fear of judgment was so incredibly strong. And I really had a hard time doing anything that felt like even just a little bit outside the box because I wanted so badly to be normal. I wanted so badly to fit in and be like everyone else. I didn't want to be my unique version of me at all. My fear of judgment was so strong that it kept me silent. I didn't share what was happening in my internal world. I didn't talk a lot about my emotions. And I would bottle them up and and cram them down and do whatever I could to numb them out. And there were times where I would kind of explode and cry and go, have my little breakdown and then pick myself back up and brush myself back off and stand up and and uphold this image again of this good little girl, this shy little girl who appeared to have it all together but didn't. I was so afraid of judgment. What are others going to think? What are they going to... What do they think of me and what are they gonna think if I actually reveal the truth of who I am? If I if they actually knew the, of, of of my what I could do in the way of picking up on people's emotions and pain and stuff. I thought I would be ridiculed or punished or made fun of or cast it out. What are your fears around judgment? Just take a moment to reflect on that. Do you have any fears of judgment? And so what are they? And it can just be like a blanket fear of all judgment. Any and all judgment coming from any direction. You can even be afraid of your own judgment. Judgment of self. Judgment comes from the ego mind. The ego loves to judge loves to judge, loves to compare. It uses it, judgment a lot. See, we're born natural observers. We're programmed to judge. When the ego judges, when the ego looks out at something, it judges everything. And then it uses the fear of judgment. What are other other people going to think? to stop us, to keep us playing small, to hold us back. We've talked about in previous episodes, we have two teachers, the teacher of fear, which is the ego, and the teacher of love, which is spirit. That's what I call it. So when we're listening to the teacher of fear, we're, chances are good we're judging. The ego loves to judge. The ego mind is a judging machine It feeds that programming. It feeds that judgment. It feeds that fear over and over again. So what are you afraid of? What are you really afraid of? If you could... Unwind your fear of judgment. If you weren't actually afraid of judgment, what would you be doing different? How would your life be different if you weren't afraid of judgment? If you didn't fear judgment, you wouldn't feel judged because the truth is people are going to judge because that's the nature of their ego mind that's their programming but just because someone judges something doesn't make it true it's how you feel what you believe about their judgment that impacts you. So, if you weren't afraid of judgment, you wouldn't feel judged. It'd be like water off a duck's back. What would you be doing differently if you weren't afraid? What is something you would say yes to? If you didn't have fear. What's something you would do now that maybe you didn't do wouldn't do before if fear dissolved? If you really didn't care so much about what other people think. The interesting thing with fear is it'll remain until we look at it and process it. And sometimes just shining light on certain fears will dissolve them instantly. And then other times we can become aware of the fear. But the only way to process the fear is to actually walk through it, to take the steps and move through that which we're afraid to do. So for example, for me, speaking on stage, I love it now. I'm at home. Give me a mic and give me a stage. I, I, I love being on stage. And it doesn't matter the size of the audience because I've spoken to one person. I've, I've spoken in front of 10,000 people now. And I love it. But in grade five, when I was speaking in front of my class and doing my speech for, for, for the uh, class assignment, I was terrified. I was shaking. I was nervous. I had butterflies. I thought I was going to throw up. I was so afraid. I was, I, was, I was just so nervous. And no matter what I did, that fear would not go anywhere. Until I got on, st- on, on stage in front of the class and started speaking. And then after it was done, I'm like, okay, that wasn't so bad. And I kind of talked myself into this place of like, that was okay. And you did it and it's over. And, you know, I kind of moved through some of the layers of fear. And then I was chosen (laughs) just week in front of the school. And I was terrified even more because there was way more people. Wasn't the safety of my own class. It was like the whole school. And I remember being up on stage and (laughs) at one point I almost choked on my words. I was like, oh, oh," like a big gulp just like happened, a big gulp in my words. But I kept going. I kept facing the fear and doing it anyways. And each time I got on stage and each time I faced my fear, it became less and less. It didn't have such an emotional charge. It didn't have the control over me anymore. It didn't have the strength to kind of bring me down and the more and more i did it the more and more confident i became the more and more solid i felt and then one day the fear just disappeared so some fear like i said we can shine light on it and it'll disappear And others, the only way to process it and move through it is to take the steps and just do it. So we're going to take a short break in a moment here. And I want to invite you to explore the fear for a moment. I want to invite you to be willing to feel the fear for a moment. And then I'm going to give you kind of a little process. I'm going to walk you through a little healing process to move you through some fear so you can feel it, sense it, know it. And then once we do that, we'll go into a few of the other tools, and I'll talk about the challenge that I want to embark with you See if you'll come on a journey with me and we'll talk a little bit about that as well. In the meantime, just pick one fear. I want you to pick one fear that you are ready to look at, explore, get in underneath. One thing that you're afraid of or have been afraid of that you'd like to overcome whether it's fear of judgment or whether it's fear of something else. Maybe it's fear of standing on stage. Maybe it's fear of speaking your truth. Whatever it is, I want to invite you to explore that fear. As we are looking at and feeling and sensing and knowing the fear, we're going to shine some light and clear what is there. So we're going to take a moment to take a break here. And then when we come back, we are going to get in and underneath and help you move a beautiful, dense layer of fear and see if we can free you from it today. We'll be right back.
0: A one-of-a-kind sacred transformational experience that is infused with high vibrational healing energy and personalized guidance and insight. Receive a one-on-one live private intuitive healing experience with Sue as she follows her guidance and delivers exactly what you need in the moment, leaving a lasting imprint. During this private healing experience, Sue draws on a multitude of gifts, skills, channeled healing, coaching, and mind-body-soul insights, a divinely downloaded transmission specifically for you. Whether you have questions about your health, relationships, career, or wish to receive a message from a loved one who passed, or you need a soul retrieval, or support clearing a block or a blind spot, this one-on-one private intuitive healing experience with Sue will transform you. To learn more and to book a divine appointment with Sue, visit heartledliving.com forward slash intuitive healing.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Life by Divine, and I am your host, Sue DeMay. Today, we've been talking about how to stand up, stand out, and stand strong. And the idea of overcoming fear particularly your fear of judgment will allow you to stand up inside yourself and become this kind of unshakable, confident, unapologetic version of you. How does that sound? How does that sound to you? I, for me, it's, it's been a journey. It's been a process. And for most people, it is a process. And we were just talking about the ability to process our fear in a way that can actually free us from the fear sometimes we can shine light on the fear and it disappears and other times we need to process the fear and move through something actually face it straight on in order to overcome it fear has a real stronghold in a lot of people and it's programmed that way to have a stronghold in us and as we unwind the mind and start to re- release some of the programming we can stand in this place of certainty and confidence when we're facing fear in the future as well. So for me, facing fear is just a part of my day. And if, some, if something rises up now, it's a blip. It's usually a blip. It doesn't really come in and, and take me down anytime like it used to for a period of time. It used to kind of take me down into wormholes and the ego had a real stronghold. And especially on my mind, it would take me into thoughts of worry and get me on a hamster wheel running. And now it's usually just like a little blip. It doesn't last very long. And if it does, I process it fairly quickly compared to before. So usually it's a moment and a clearing. My invitation right now is for you to close your eyes and take some breaths if you're able to. And if you're doing something that you can't, then you could always, you know, do your best to go through it. But you can always come back and listen to the replay and go through this process again. As you close your eyes and take some deep breaths, the invitation is to say yes to heal a layer of your fear. And there may be something that came in. I asked you before the break to bring something into your awareness that you want to heal around, heal fear, fear around. You can let that come into your awareness here. What is it that you'd like to heal? And then I work with a number of different energies. So sometimes when I bring the energies in, especially if you're not used to the work I do and not used to being in, in the healing presence that I hold, sometimes it can make you feel a little dizzy or a little wonky. If it's too much, just ask the energy to back up a little bit and it'll respond. So I invite some energy in to shine light on the fear. And my invitation for you is to drop into the space within your heart and ask to be shown where the fear is being held in your physical body. And as you drop into that fear in the physical body, begin to feel it as much as you're capable of feeling it in this moment. Be curious about the size, the shape, and any other kind of ways you can describe the area of fear. It may have a certain color. It may have a certain density or texture. The location. I mentioned the size and the shape of it. Are there any other emotions connected to it? Any other layers of emotions that you're aware of? And now, as you have in your awareness what you believe the fear is about, I want you to imagine just offering that and putting it on a plate in front of you and being wide open to getting in and underneath and behind. The root of this fear may or may not be related to what you believe it is. So are you open to explore the root of this fear? Just say, yes, you are. And I'm going to shine a light, a little bit more light. And then the invitation is, are you willing to hear, see, or know what it is that you need to in order to heal this piece. So for some of you, that will come as an awareness in the heart and and mind, and then it'll be released. For some of you, it'll just be released because there's nothing you need to know about it. It's just a dense layer of energy of fear, and there's no direct connection. It's just interfering, and it needs to clear. So if, you're, if there's something you need to know about it, let it be brought to your heart to be understood and then allow it to be released so just yes to receive this healing and invite some energy to rise up there we go rising up and then there's a vortex energy i work with so it's gonna scrub and purify and cleanse so it'll be there's a bit of a whirlwind sometimes with this energy and then there's another path of energy coming straight down So it's kind of scrubbing, cleansing, clearing, transmuting the fear in all directions, coming from all different directions, making sure we leave no cobwebs or dust bunnies in the corners here. Are you open to a miracle around this healing? Say yes, if you are. Are you willing to process or see or sense or know or feel what it is you need to feel or sense or know in order to heal this fully? Say yes if you are. Beautiful. And are you willing to allow me to work with your energy for the next 12 to 24 hours to help clear some remaining pieces? yes, if you are willing to receive that. Beautiful. Take a deep breath. And as you exhale, breathe out some of that leftover. If there's any little nigglings or anything left, breathe it out the mouth. Release it fully. As much as you can right now. Using your breath. And breathing in this beautiful light. We're just bringing that light in with the breath and letting it fill all the cells in your body and all the spaces in between. So as we continue to allow that to integrate, I'm going to continue to hold those energies in place as we continue, as I continue to talk to you. My intention is always about creating an understanding at the level of the mind. When I create an understanding level of the mind, we can work with the energies and the emotions and everything in the background, and we can clear what's no longer serving. But when the mind is grasping an understanding or holding onto something out of fear, then it's harder to clear these pieces so i give you as much of an understanding as you need in order to soften the mind and then i work with the energies in the background so before i even get on the call before i even get on this episode show with you i always work with the energies and during the call as i'm talking during the show i'm working with the energy of everybody who is showing up live to listen everybody who's showing up live to listen to the replay because it's live in your own time when you're listening. And these episodes are evergreen. They're constantly working behind the scenes and it's actually taking into account everybody who is listening and everybody who will be listening. I just keep saying yes to receive. My challenge to you is to... Do one thing every day that will allow you to say yes to standing up, standing out, standing strong. Removing all obstacles in the mind, clearing your blocks, looking at your fears, processing your fears, doing whatever you can each day, at least one thing every day to help you align with your choice, your yes, to stand up inside yourself. Now, I have a few things coming up that I want to share with you that I'm going to invite you to participate in. And the one is the 30-day challenge around this. So my book has 30 days of different tools and different themes. And each week is a different, different, uh, sorry, each day is a different idea. try on and it brings us through the process of judgment and fear and separation into love connection oneness so over the 30 days that's the journey and starting january 1st i'm going to be sharing quotes from the book each one with an image day one, all the way to day 30, starting in January. So if you want to participate in that and share how you're standing up, standing out, standing strong, here's some of the messages from the book. Then you can meet me on Facebook at the Heart Yes Movement group. So just search Heart Yes Movement with Sue, and you'll find our group. You can join that group for free. And I'm going to be sharing some of those images. So some of the, the, concepts in the days so day 1 is when we care too much it hurts day 2 is we are more connected when we are then we are separate day 3 born innocent programmed guilty day 4 the judge the jury and the judgment all of these are going to take us on a journey as we go through together from day 1 to day 30 now if you're inspired and you have the book use the book and we'll be reading the chapters Each day. And they're really they're they're nice, beautiful sound bites. They're easy to read, about 10 15 minutes of reading every day at most. And it gives you an opportunity each day to integrate the ideas as we go from day one to day 30. If you don't have the book, you can download it through Amazon. I'm going to be doing a a flash sale for books because I have a couple, like quite a few boxes of books at my house. And I'm going to sign them and mail them out on Monday. So if you're interested, make sure you come to my website and sign up for my newsletter because I'll be sharing that this week. And or go to the Heart Yes Movement group on Facebook. Heartledliving.com is the website, Heart Yes Movement on Facebook. And I'll be sharing the flash sale that I'm going to have for my books. And there'll be signed copies. I'll mail them out. I'll, you'll get them. I'll send them up next Monday when I get back into Canada. You'd also get the ebook at any time if you feel inspired. So the the challenge is every day for 30 days, starting in January. But I'm going to add a little extra holiday challenge for you because the holidays are a great place to practice (laughs) standing up, standing up, standing strong. And especially when it comes to family dynamics, we can go off into our worlds and we can become these spiritual beings and have this spiritual practice and feel like we're in alignment and we're going along, and we're doing great. And then we're plunked back into our family dynamics and the, the the shift can hit the fan. And out goes all, all of the things we learned and all of our tools that it's quite common that that happens. I hear it over and over again with my clients. And the holidays are often a very challenging time for people. So just know that if you're willing, if you're interested, you could start the challenge early. And I'm not saying go and speak your truth and, and, and be like a, <laughs> a crazy being in, in that environment and go, go completely off and out of your character. My challenge to you is just show up differently. Just show up differently. Maybe you show up as loving presence. Maybe you show up as um, with your defenses down. Maybe you show up in that space and, and pray for a lens of love instead of a lens of fear. Just show me how to see everybody through a lens of love. Maybe you just show up and you're a silent, compassionate witness. And you don't say anything. Maybe you say no to the drama. And you say yes to being silent. And not participate in the drama. Maybe you don't show up at all. Maybe that's a choice for love. That could cause a whole other. Put a pickle into things as well. So we're not trying to to. To cause chaos. The invitation is to. Do what honors you. What honors you? what is, What is your heart leading you to do? What is your heart telling you that you're meant to do? What feels good for you deep down inside? What feels like alignment? I want you to put yourself first here for a moment. Even if it's just for the holidays, or maybe it's just for January, I don't know. The invitation is just imagine putting yourself first. And not in a self-centered way, but in a self-fulfilling way. How do you fill your heart? How do you fill your heart and give from the overflowed holiday season? What feeds your soul instead of what feeds your ego? That's my challenge for you this holiday season, is to approach it differently than you have before. And find the ways, the little things you can do right now, just to feel like you can stand up inside yourself. And more often than not, that's saying no to some things. Can you say no without guilt? saying no is actually saying yes. It's saying yes to your heart. It's saying yes to the path that you're meant to be on. It's saying yes to the role that you're meant to play. That's what standing up, standing out, and standing strong is all about, is following your heart yeses, honoring the divinity within you and being guided from that deep knowing within your heart. It's not about people pleasing. There's a whole chapter about that in my book. And it's not about loyalty. There's a whole chapter about that in my book. If you need support, reach out, get the book. The book will actually help you. It gives you like, you know, people always talk about loyalty. Let's take that for a minute. Like how you should be loyal, especially to family. I'm like, no, don't be loyal. My, my message is opposite. And the reason it's opposite is because the mind is programmed for loyalty, which is guilt and obligation. So I teach you how to shift from loyalty to honoring and why that's important. Begin with these little challenges and see what you can do. And then... I'm going to invite you to jump on over to the website because I have a new and exciting program. It's an evolved program that I've been running for four years. It's evolved from the intuitive certification, intuitive coaching certification program. It's now the Intuition Academy. And I am so excited to watch this because there's three different ways that you can actually participate in the curriculum. And it's a beautiful journey to... It's an unschooling experience to help you unwind, clear, and align your intuitive channels. It's about unlearning, unprogramming, and unwinding all the, the ways the egos infiltrated fear into your life. It's a it's a beautiful transformation, and people that have taken it have had huge shifts, and we're sharing it with anybody and everybody who feels inspired to take it. You don't have to do it just to be an intuitive coach, although that is one option you can do. It is uh, an option now where you can actually take it in three different ways. So, check that out on the website heartledliving.com. That's heartledliving.com. And come find me on social media, come find me on Facebook, and connect with me. I'd love to hear if you are saying yes to the challenge. Let me know. Come find me. Let me know. I want to hear from you because. Joining that way and saying yes and activating the yes within you, but with a witness, a powerful witness, can bring a force so much greater than you to work with you to allow that all to happen. So my wish for you is for you to see the beauty and the light that you are, to stand up inside yourself and own all your gifts and your unique expression of love here in this world. The world needs you, it doesn't need you to fit in. It needs you to stand up, stand out, and stand strong. And if you need support, take my hand. I'm more than happy to reach out and support you along your path. All of us need to join together and in this beautiful collaboration for love. And it's an honor and a privilege to be here with you and to share your this sacred time with you and to sprinkle love into your heart as much as I can. I love you. I honor you. I appreciate you. Until next week, namaste.
0: You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heart l e d living.com.